what is life right now? One moment, life is just life. You feel like you're doing good. You feel like you're just going through it, trying to figure it out, trying to figure you out. You got the good days and the bad days. Just like life normally does, it feels ordinary, unaffected. It's just life. Then in the next moment, in literally just a moment, it feels bleak, gray, empty. And you start to ask yourself, what's the point of living if it feels like this? What's the point of fighting when they're just going to end up killing you anyway? Or if not you, then someone you love, loved, someone you grew up with, laughed with, fought with, sat next to, went to church with, played on the block with, went to school with, touched, smiled, hugged, spoke with, someone. It seems like it's always someone. But God, why does it always have to be like someone who looks like me? Why? It's not fair. I mean, I wouldn't wish this on anyone, but it feels constant and specific. But that's because it is. For that moment, life feels so unfair, so hopeless and all-consuming that you can't speak or feel or even sob. You're just stuck. Then in the next moment, you start to realize that not everyone is stuck like you. In fact, some people are moving living even like life is good like it's normal they're just chilling while you're stuck trying to learn how to breathe again people are soaring gliding that's not fair god that's not fair so they're better than me you like them better than me because this ain't fair it's not fair and i don't want to feel like this i didn't choose to feel how i'm feeling right now you don't think i want to be happy You don't think I want to live my best life. You don't think I want to escape my reality. That feeling of looking around and seeing people unaffected by something that is killing you, nearly breaking you, is infuriating. And it makes you want to burn shit to the ground. But the next moment, the moment after that moment, feels like rest. It feels like a warm hug on a corny raid day, on a... On a cold, rainy day, it feels soft and lovable, enjoyable, but it's not joy, but it brings laughter. Tears of joy, smiles, shrills, good food, fellowship. It feels like a bandage over the wound, over the hurt, because it makes you forget. It helps you to live. Sometimes I want moments like those to last forever, because in those moments, It feels like the temporary happiness can wash away a lifetime worth of pain, generations of struggle, but it never does. What is life right now? I don't know. I couldn't tell you, but for me, sometimes it's blessed, sometimes it's pain, sometimes it's just life, sometimes it's lonely, sometimes it's beauty, sometimes it's heartbreaking. Actually, it's been overwhelmingly heartbreaking, but it's mine. It's my life. It's my experience. And I'm trying to find the peace in it. I have to. We have to. Because in these moments, you have to believe that you matter. You matter. And unfortunately, you have to fight for that, too. No justice! No peace! No justice! No peace! No justice! No peace! We are not a hashtag! We are not!
70 years old in a couple of months. I've never seen nothing like this. Mm. You know what I mean? And the fact that it's like everybody. Mm -hmm. I don't care what color, what, you know, what the sexual proclivity is, nothing. Everybody's just standing up for what's right. It's amazing. I'm glad I lived to see it. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Don't let be silent! I just want to say that I love your melanin. Mm -hmm. I love my melanin. Mm -hmm. The fact that people can't see that, f them. I'm not putting that in my pockets. Try again. <laughs> I feel like I'm empowering other people. I'm happy that I'm walking with people who are not only black, but white people who have privilege and they are walking with us and they are showing that they care. But I just hope that they care for longer than two weeks, longer than two, two months. I want them to care forever. This is good right now. This feels good right now, but I want them to know that this pain has been going on for more than two weeks. Like right. this is us forever. Right. So it's, it's nice. But, you know, yeah. And what type of change do you want to see happen in this community? Um, this community, I need more black businesses. I need people to build more black dollars. I need people to understand that um, education is very important. They cannot take that away from us. Become teachers. Become doctors. Protect black women. Protect black children. Protect black men. Um, it just all needs to be changed. Um, less dependency on the government, obviously. Um, and people to understand that we are at a disadvantage, but we must break away from that. Right now, I know that 
that this hasn't been an easy first half of the year, an easy first couple of months. So I really want to know how you guys are doing. And I want you guys to answer honestly. Um, just a disclaimer, this episode is going to be deep. I am starting this on a deep type of note. As you heard from the first half of the podcast um, in the beginning, uh, it's going to be deep. So a uh, disclaimer, if you're not mentally ready to listen to a podcast of this magnitude, that's okay. Just come back when you're ready. Um, I hope that you continue to listen because I really feel like today is going to help um, you guys, but not only you guys, but myself included, um, just to get a lot of stuff off my chest and to be real and honest with you guys. But I'm going to need you guys to be real and honest with me too. So please take a second to ask yourself, how are you? How are you today? How are you in this moment? I mean, I hope that you're feeling good. I hope that you're feeling blessed. I hope you're living your best life. I hope that you're surrounded by people who love you and who you love, that you're eating good food and just at peace with everything. But if you're not, if today hasn't been the best day, if this week hasn't been the best week, if this first half of the year hasn't been the first, the best first half of the year, you're not alone in it at all. It is okay to feel that way. It is okay to not be okay. And you're not alone at all. And I'm gonna get into the past three months and how I've been feeling the exact same way. But I'm here for you. I really am. And like I said in my introduction, y'all can hit me up whenever, whenever. Um, I know that I had to take that break and I was gone for a little bit, but I'm back now. So DM me if you need me. Um, I'm here to support you in any way I can. But one last thing, one last thing. Before we get into today's podcast, I do want to give y'all, I just want to say thank you. I really just want to say thank you because May 18th, 2020 was monumental for me. You guys really, really showed so much love to not only me, to not only my project, just overall, like y'all really helped me to realize that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And you know, you kind of expect your family and your friends to support you and show you love when you drop a new project and be like, oh my God, look at my, look at Raggy's stage, you know what I mean? But it was people who I did not expect who were hitting me up, who were calling my phone, just encouraging me, showing me true, genuine love. It was like crazy. Like I was not expecting it. I was like, this is wild. Like even the amount of likes that I got, the amount of times I saw the introduction posted on people's stories, it was overwhelming. Um, in the best way so you guys mean the absolute worth to me and like even after this break even through the three months that I haven't been here you guys are still tuned in today and that means everything to me too thank you for believing in me thank you for believing in this project I'm here I'm back and I will not disappoint so today I'm going to be talking about you know a couple of things but just really what life is right now how it's affected me and how I feel like it's affected people around me and I'm just going to share some tips of how I'm getting through it. Um, as you guys know, we are enduring a major global pandemic um, that has shifted all of our realities. Everyone is walking around with a face mask. We're not able to like love people the same. We have to hesitate before touching people, before being in people's face. Like, it's not normal at all like I can't even go into a restaurant without being just okay and happy I have to think before everything I know you guys are probably feeling the same way it's just different the things that we expect to be normal just aren't right now 
and that can have a larger impact on us than we think. So I know people um, have lost people, and if that's you, I'm sending love your way. I can't even imagine how that's been. So, you know, just stay strong and keep your faith in this hard time. But on top of that, um, if you're black right now, it's another level, period. We are going through a major race revolution that, you know, isn't anything new under the sun, but it is. It feels new because it's unique. Um, it's just constant. It's constant. Like, every week, you feel like something... I'm not even going to code it. Another black person is dead for no reason. And it's frustrating. That's not even the right word. It is devastating. And um, this has, you know, I'm 20 years old. And this has been half of my life. Like, half of my life, I have had to face the reality that people will just want to kill people who look like me because they can. Just because they can. And they will and they have. And I don't know how to stop that from happening. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do to stop this from happening. You feel helpless. Um, that's how I've been feeling. Sometimes I feel guilty because you're trying to balance whether you should just live your life or you have to fight. And you feel like you're not able to do both. Um, it's been a lot. And like I said, half my life I've had to come to that conclusion that we're not safe here. And every day has shown me that that's the truth. Um, I remember the first time that I realized this was when Alton Stern died. And I felt, you know, when Trayvon Martin was murdered, it was kind of like I didn't really understand it. But when Alton Sterling was murdered, I remember seeing that video. And the cops who arrested him, if you don't know the story, he was um, selling CDs outside of a convenience store and the cops who came and arrested him they arrested him they already used too much force but he was arrested he had his handcuffs behind his back he was on the ground and I remember them him being on the ground and, and they still shot him they shot him um he wasn't a threat he was completely harmless and they shot him because they could <laughs> not because they felt threatened because they saw a black man on the ground and they felt that they could take his life and that was the first time that I was like, this isn't fair at all. And since then, I've been raising my voice, trying to do everything I can to just help my community and do what I need to do. But when um, George Floyd, um, I felt stuck. Uh, I felt like I couldn't do anything about it. And um, it really knocked the wind out of me. It really knocked the life out of me when I saw that video. I felt everything when I saw that video. I felt everything. And um, I felt like, yo, I, I can't do anything to help this. This is going to happen no matter what I do, no matter what I say, no matter how much I scream, how much I protest. They're going to keep killing us. And, um, you know, people who know me, they know I'm never really quiet <laughs> like I always have something to say even when I probably shouldn't be speaking I always would be like no y'all like we gotta get up we gotta do something and I was completely stuck um I was silent for a minute and uh 
sorry, I was just, I was not myself. I felt, I can't explain it, it was an indescribable feeling. Until my friend came to me and was like, we have to do something. And still I was fighting, I was like, I can't do anything. Like, I can't do anything, I can't help this. And she was like, no, we have to do something. And I'm gonna get into that story, but It's been a lot and I really just want to come across I'm sorry if my thoughts are jumbled but I just really want to say that you know it's okay to take a break especially as a black person right now it's okay to focus on yourself it's okay to feel how you're feeling and to take time to be real with yourself um, if you feel like you haven't been doing enough because sometimes I feel guilty, like I'm not doing enough. You, your black life, your individual black life matters. So that means your mental health matters, your physical health matters, your well-being matters. So if you have to take time to focus on your individual black life, do that. Do that and don't feel sorry about it because this is a hard time we're going through. You're gonna feel, you're gonna have days where you feel stuck. I still do, I still do. I have days where I feel like I can't do anything um, and I have to take the day to refocus myself and to combat those feelings. <sighs> um, and it, it, it shouldn't be like this, you know? It shouldn't be like this, but it is. You know, even my 10-year-old sister has come to me just telling me that she's been feeling anxious and that she has been feeling like she can't be a 10-year-old right now. Um, she said this, she came to me and she was like, right, why does every conversation that we have to have have to be about this? Have to be about police killing black people. Like, I'm tired of this conversation. It's giving me some anxiety. I'm, I'm worrying too much about you and mommy and, and daddy and Reed and just, I'm, I'm focusing too much on this. And I just want to have fun, you know? And I felt that really crazy because it made me want to fall in so many pieces because I know that feeling so well and I wanted to just comfort and be like no bro like that's that's not what it is like it's okay you can be 10 you know you don't have to feel the way you're feeling but I had to sit and be like it's real it's so real your feelings are valid it's very real um and I had to tell her that these things are happening but I'm gonna do my job to help you feel and help you live and help you be 10 again. And um, I'm gonna help you, help you be okay. And um, she hugged me and you know, I was like, even if that has to be us going to the park, you know, in the midst of this, going, you know, playing sidewalk chalk, doing whatever you need, have a slumber party, anything you need to do, I'm gonna be able to do that for you. I'm gonna play that role for you because you deserve to be a kid. You deserve it. I deserve to just be 20. And even in the midst of these hard times, I deserve to be able to take a break. So I want to let you know that it's okay to take a break. And then when you're feeling like yourself again, it's okay to help others. Um, it's okay to help others and, and see other people when, when, they're feeling, when, not, when they're not feeling okay. I do want to talk about some of the things that I personally have experienced um during this time so 
like I said, I was feeling stuck. And my friend came to me and was like, you know, Riley, like, you need to do something. And I was like, okay, um, I don't want to, but <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like I can't do anything, but okay. So she wanted to have a march. So I was like, all right, um, let's do a march in, my, in our community. And um, I just, I liked the idea. I was like, okay, yeah, this is what we have to do. This is what I can do. I can do this, whatever. So we went to the officials in the district and we were like, we're two young black women trying to have this march in our district. And our first, the first response was, yeah, we completely support you. Let's have a meeting. Let's sit down. Let's talk about this. Let's, let's do this. Like we're here and we're fully supported. So I was like, yeah, bad. Like they're, they're going to support me, all these things. And then we went to the meeting and it was the complete opposite. Um, they said they were, they were saying out their mouths that they supported us. But every idea I brought to their to their attention, they kind of shut it down or tried to defer it. And the end result of the meeting was that they were going to have a program themselves, but just going to put me and my friend at the end of it and just give us a slot within their program. Um, the mayor of our hometown said that we couldn't do the march. And I walked out of that meeting furious because... And this is to all the allies, the allies, call yourself the ally, this is to you. I think y'all need to check what actual support means in this time. Do not tell, do not tell a black person you support them if you plan to shut them down. Do not tell a black person you support them if you feel like you're going to take the, their voice away from them and you want to take the leadership role and you're just going to fit them into your program. Do not, that is not the definition of support right now at all. It's never been, but definitely not right now. So these officials told us they were going to support us, but that they were going to put us into their program, into their night of healing. Um, so um, I woke up pissed. I was like, I'm not going to be talking in their night of healing. I'm not going to do any of that. Um, I'm not going to be a part of that. And then my parents came to me and some other people came to me and they were like, no, you have to speak. And um, I'm gonna insert a clip of me speaking that night. Now, I don't understand that. Because if you're saying you're an ally, if you're saying you truly support me and truly support my cause, why would you tell me no? Despite the circumstances, you see my brothers and sisters being killed on the street, why would you tell me no? That I can't fight for my what I believe in. You won't help me for what I believe in, what you should believe in. What you should believe in. Why would you ever tell me no? Why would you tell the young people of this community who want to speak on something real? Why would you tell us no? So yeah, I didn't want to come up here because I feel like they want to use me to check off a box. But I'm up here today because I think my voice is valuable and I want you to hear me. Even, I know some of y'all tuned me out already, but I want you to hear me. If you want to be an ally for this cause, be slow to speak and be quick to listen. Listen to the young black and brown voices of this community because they are going to change not only this community, but the world. They will change the world. But basically, I said some things um, that they didn't like and 
I said the truth. I said my truth. Um, but I was basically attacked after that. Um, I was called at 8 o'clock in the morning um, the next day, basically being questioned and being investigated. An investigation was done against me and my allegations um, after just telling my truth. My mother lost a lot of her friends. Um, a lot of people in our lives who claimed that they supported us and loved us disappeared. The backlash that received people, the people in charge were threatening people to get fired. Um, that I talked about, they were, they were picking apart what I was saying when that was really not the purpose of me speaking at it all. It was just crazy. Um, the, the, the reaction that I received and it made me feel like I shouldn't have spoke out at all. That was the result. I cried um, the next day because I was like, I shouldn't have spoke out. I, I shouldn't have opened my mouth. This is not what I meant to happen. But I was wrong. I was, I'm so happy I spoke out. Always speak out. Always say your truth. And I'm going to also tell you that. Yes, it's okay to take your break. It's okay to take time to focus on yourself and reflect on yourself. But when you're ready, there's going to be a time where you're going to have to get off the sidelines and play your part. And it's going to be risky. Um, it's not going to feel good. But it's important. It's important for every young black person out there to share their voice, to say their truth, to state their truth. It is so important. Because your truth will impact the world, the world. It will change lives. It will make people feel like they're not alone. And even now, I know you might be feeling like things are dying down. We're not seeing and all these protests being, you know, broadcasted. Keep going. Keep sharing your voice. Keep pushing forward. Keep fighting. Because the power of the voice is so important. And the main thing that they want to do is mute us in this world. And I want to just tell you that don't let anyone mute you. And that is why, even though they told us no, we did have our young uh, Upper Derby's March of Young Voices Against Police Brutality. And it was a successful event. To see how many black young people touched the mic that day was incredible. We had musicians. After the march, we had musicians. We had black um, rappers. We had black poets. We had a black DJ. We had um, black singers. So many people speaking out with an open mic afterwards. So many young black people speaking out their truth. And I just want to tell you, don't stop. Don't stop. The march was successful. Um, we marched around the whole Upper Darby area. And it was great. It was really great. It was supposed to happen. And I'm thankful um, for being able to do it. And I'm thankful that that friend came to me and told me that you have to do something. It's been a lot past couple months. It's been a lot of tears, a lot of um, emotions, a lot of a lot of energy, but I'm here, I'm standing, I'm living, I'm smiling in front of you guys today, and that's going to be you too. If you're feeling that way, that's going to be you too. Alright, so um, the last thing I'm going to speak to y'all today is that I saw this tweet, right? I saw this tweet and it was saying like, I get to be black for the rest of my life. I love that for me. And I felt that on so many levels. Like, 
even though things are feeling so like crazy right now um, for everyone on so many different levels, I'm glad I just be blessed for the rest of my life. Like that's amazing. There's so much to have pride in right now. When I tell you, I've seen so many young entrepreneurs and so many young black people, so many young black creators produce so much good work during all of this. It's inspired me to keep going. And it's just been incredible to see throughout all the oppression that we've just faced, people are producing, they're coming out on top, they're making money, they're they're just building, they're building. And so many young black people put together protests, put together marches, they didn't stop. They kept going, they kept sharing their voice and just creating and it's been really 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 inspiring to me and i just want to let y'all know that there is so much beauty in being black so 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 much and if you don't know who you are today i'm here to tell you who you are you are beautiful you are beautiful and god has created you for a time such as this don't feel defeated don't feel sad don't feel depressed because you were supposed to do what you were supposed to do in this time you're supposed to live, you're supposed to be happy, you're supposed to be free, and you're supposed to be unapologetically black. You are. And if you haven't gone to watch Black is King yet, I'm gonna plug that right now. Y'all need to watch that because it just brought me so much joy to sit and watch for everything, but especially Brown Skin Girl was really touching to me because it just showed how we come in so many different variations and how we're just we're just incredible we're incredible black women black men black children we're we're incredible and that's why so much energy is put into defeating us into killing us into trying to mute us into harming us it's because we're incredible we're incredible and don't let anyone make you feel like you're less than because you're not you are gorgeous you are strong, you are powerful. It is beautiful, we like. And if y'all need to replay the chants that we were saying in the beginning of this podcast, replay them. Black is beautiful. Black is power. Black lives matter. It's so true. Believe it, speak it, live it. Especially in the times such as this. Believe it, speak it, live it. You get to be black for the rest of your life. And I love that for you. I love that for you. <sighs> Alright guys. I think I covered everything I want to cover today. Um, I know I was jumping around to a lot of places. But to be honest, that's what life has been like recently. It's been jumping from a lot of emotions to emotions. But I really the takeaway I want you to get from today is that you're not alone. You're not alone. You're going to get through this. Your life matters. Your black life matters. And you are made for a time such as this. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for supporting me and tuning in. I know this wasn't the most fun podcast, but it's necessary. And I'm so glad I get to be back to talk and to you and do what I love. All right. Bye, y'all.